Hello, everyone. Welcome to 100. We made it. 100 episodes. I can't Two believe it. <laughs> Two years later, we are we are live now on YouTube. It's it's crazy. It's 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 exciting. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a long journey. Um, so yeah, we appreciate everyone sticking through with us. I mean, Gabe, thanks for sticking with me for these hundred episodes. My my pleasure. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we've talked a lot about. A whole bunch of different things, a lot of different topics, had great guests. So a lot, lot to look back on. Yeah. And we'll we'll spend some time, I think, looking back on some of our, our first two years, hundred episodes and and reflecting a little bit on that. But um for anyone signing in or tuning in, watching us live right now, thank you for joining us. We appreciate that. Um there is one thing I want to do show and run, which is gonna be pretty cool. I think it's a a small little video that was put together. And if you don't mind, I'd like to share that with everyone. Yeah, let's take a look. Okay, one second. Let me load. I should have had it preloaded, but I failed to do that. So one second. <laughs> uh, let me see how I do this. I've never shared a video live. <laughs> yes, we should. We should definitely do that. <laughs> Was it the dream ending or something like that? Yeah. Hey, this is Fred Greenhalge. I am the creator of the podcast Undertow and a bunch of other cool fiction podcasts for Realm and just saying happy 100 episode versary uh, pop cultics. That is a huge accomplishment. Excited to see what you do next. Good luck out there. Bye. Hey, I just wanted to say congratulations to Danny and the rest of the Pop Cult X crew. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I was very proud to have been a part of the journey so far, and I can't wait to see the next 100 episodes. Hey, Gabe and Danny, this is Adam with the Paranormal Polynesian Travel, and I just wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes with Pop Cult X. I'm so excited for you guys, and I can't wait to see what you do in the next 100 episodes. So congratulations. You guys deserve all the success in the world. Congrats, Pop Cult X, on 100 episodes. Congrats, Pop Cult X, on a hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy 100th episode, Pop Cult X. Keep going, keep doing it. You're doing great. Yo, this is Ricky here from Wall of Sound in Australia, and I'm here to congratulate Pop Cult X on their 100th episode. Huge fucking thing. Um, you guys are awesome and just keep doing what you're doing. Peace out. Yeah, so that was that was really cool to for people to come on and you know say congrats to us. So you know it's because it's been a fun ride and and each of those people that we just saw were past guests of Pop Cult X. So Oh, we're talking about past guests. Let's see. 
let's take a look back, Gabe. Is there any of uh, um, past guests that you had like a favorite moment of or most memorable for you? I think one of the most memorable for me was my interview with Ashley Nell Tipton from mm-hmm. Project mm-hmm. Runway, winner um, mm-hmm. of Project Runway. It was probably the very first interview that I did for Pop Cult X. And I was super nervous. Um, Ashley is a super chill, nice uh, woman. And so there was really nothing to be afraid of. But I just remember being so nervous uh, approaching her um, and interviewing her. Um, but very quickly, um, as I started to interview her and have a conversation, I knew there was nothing to be afraid of. Uh, we were basically just having a conversation and recording it for all of our friends and listeners out there. Um, but um, that sticks out to me as the, the first interview that I ever did. Um, and it was a lot of fun. We talked about fashion, about Project Runway, about uh, what she's up to here in San Diego and what the future held for her. Um, and so uh, that sticks out to me for, for you know, that particular reason. But how about you? Oh, well, there's been many favorites and many memorables. I think one of the, my most, not going to say my favorite, but one of the most memorable ones for me was speaking to um, Justin Showell because mm-hmm. he was one of the actors from Hamilton that I saw here in Vegas. And so I reached out to him through social media and it was, you know, cause seeing them on stage and then getting to talk to them in person was something, you know, a little different than, you know, usual. Cause it just felt different. I don't know. So it was really cool hearing his story. And um, because, you know, that's something that I've always wanted to do, be up there on stage. Maybe that's why that was like the most memorable for me, but it, yeah, that stood out a lot to me. Now you said you mentioned something. So you said you were really nervous, right? Going into it. And I get nervous too back then as well. Has it changed at all for you going forward when you approaching different interviews now that were more seasoned, more veteran, I guess? Absolutely. I think that the big difference was um initially I was nervous because here I am on a podcast doing something very new for me, uh interviewing someone, but now I've come to look at it like I'm meeting someone new. Um, I'm getting to get to know them and I'm just having a conversation with them on my podcast. Um, and so uh, it's a, just a different approach and something that, that, you know, I've come to enjoy. Um, we've had the privilege to be able to talk to people, a, a variety of different topics. I mean, you saw Adam uh, Taula in, in uh, the package that she put together and we talked about paranormal activity with him. I mean, we talked mm-hmm. about hosting haunted places all over the world. And then, you know, the next week we're talking to, um, you know, someone about comics and writing for comic books. And so it's just, we've been very fortunate to be able to have people from all over the broad spectrum of what is pop culture um, and be able to talk to them about what they do. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think you hit it on the nail there with that. We're having a conversation and it's not just like a typical interview for like a magazine or a question answer period, which we, this is, I think how I approached it at the beginning was I had like a set of questions that I had to ask, you know, and this is going to be like this high end journalism type thing, you know, interview. But as we evolved and progressed, I felt that having a conversation with them and getting more to into what, who they are was a better way of approaching it. I saw um, Kevin Hart does his thing. It's called like heart to heart. Mm-hmm. Where he sits down with um, famous people and he does something similar where he talks to them and just has a conversation. And it's not really, I mean, I'm sure he has a few set questions, but it's really just, you know, getting to know the people and just having a conversation with someone and what can be more personable than that. Yeah. And, and I think of like people that we've interviewed that, 
I've been able to meet in person, like um, Ed Luce. I I have met mm-hmm. you know, a couple different uh, convention uh, conventions, uh, uh, and uh, it's, just, yeah. it's just like you know, getting to know getting to know someone in in real life and getting to know them um, here on this podcast, um, and to be able to reach people all the way, like for example, Ricky that we had. Um, in Australia, I mean, yeah. how fortunate are we that we ha- have been able to interview people that are from all over the world, um, and people have been able to listen to us all over the world. Um, but that was a great reminder that you know we've reached people all the way down under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have really gone global. I mean, Australia. When looking at some of like of our analytics or whatever, I see some people from Germany, mm-hmm. Ireland, Canada. So it's 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 pop cult X is universal. Yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, speaking with comic book writers and artists has been really um, fun for me, especially as I well, I'm you know I'm no longer a newbie into the comic book world. I think I think I went and dropped like um, about like ten back issues of A Force that I found. So so I'm 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 in depth with the comic book world. No, now I'm no longer a newbie, but getting to talk to these people who create this artwork that I'm devouring has been really fascinating for me to find, you know, how they draw from their personal experience and translate it into the superhero superhero world is quite, quite interesting. Yeah. And the, the other aspect of it is not only get to, getting to know them within the realm that they work in. So for example, comic books, but to be mm-hmm. able to talk to someone like Terry Blask, who then talks about his passion for things like RuPaul's Drag Race or mm-hmm. um, politics or, you know, uh, representation in, in movies. We were able to sit down and talk to him about um, the sequel to Black Panther and talk about yeah. uh, Namor and how important it is for um, Chicano people to be able to see ourselves reflected in pop culture. Um, so that's really neat is is be able to get to know them like in, in the ins and outs of, of those people, not just uh, the field that they're working, but what kind of music do they listen to? Um, you know, exactly. what kind of movies do they like listening to or watching? What, you know, what, what do they read? What do they devour? Because they're fans of pop culture, just like us. That what That's a lot of times what has pushed them into uh, the media that they work in is that they're fans of pop culture as well. Definitely. Like even like last week with um, Jing Sheyao and his in telling us about the who, which is that Mongolian throat heavy metal fusion band. So yeah. I looked them up and they're, they're quite good. They're really cool. And and just stuff like that, you know, and when I think pop culture, I also think fusion as well. So like mixing genres, mixing, pulling in, like the Simpsons are really great at doing this, pulling in from different, from music, from sports and putting them all together. And so that's what I think like pop culture is to me. And I'm glad that our show can reflect that as well. Cause we do pull from a multi multitude of genres. Yeah, absolutely. So we've kind of reflected it about um, some of our past guests and some of the, the past um, shows that we've had. Um, we've talked about a lot of different topics within the last two <laughs> years. Is there anything that you you remember that was like sort of a hot button topic that that you remember being really passionate about or anything that sticks out to you that was like, oh, yeah, I remember that episode. We really, you know, hmm. about that particular topic. Um, I'll have to reflect on that. I mean, I know for sure, like, the, like we did two episodes where we covered this and it was like, um, the Chris Rock, Will Smith slap. And because I think was like the, for me, like pop culture moments since we started the show. 
that's probably got to be near the top of that list because it's so talked about in so many different circles for so many different reasons. And there's so many different takes on it and sides on it. That's probably got to be the most notable, I would say. It's funny that you bring that up because that was going to be my number one (laughs) topics that we've discussed when, when, you know, kind of thinking back over the last two years of thinking about pop culture moments, I think nothing was so controversial. um, So, you know, a hot topic as, you know, quote, the slap at the Oscar Mm -hmm. awards. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, at the most recent Oscar awards, they're still talking about it and, um, we probably still will be talking about it for for many years to come because it changed the whole landscape of award shows. It changed the landscape of of comedy. Yeah, um, you know how far can you take a joke without having to face the repercussions of you know someone trying to physically assault you? Uh, <laughs> so we've had we've had comedians like Jose Sardui on on our podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we asked him. You know, are you sometimes are you worried about? you know, what the audience reaction is going to be when you tell a joke. Fortunately for him, I think he stays, strays away from that type of of humor. Uh, However, it definitely is something that you have to think about. And so uh, that for sure was for me, the the number one topic that we had over the last two years was that had far reaching implications, like all over the place, because it was comedy, it was acting, it was Mm -hmm. what does Hollywood accept as a fan how much do you accept over someone that you you like, you know, or that you are a fan of? What is, you know, what's too much? What line can they cross before you start to say, okay, that was too much. I'm no longer a fan of theirs. And, and of course, for on Chris Rock's behalf, you know, comedy can be kind of a dangerous thing now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That we actually see eye to eye on that. <laughs> uh, that was the example that I was actually going to bring up as well. Um, another I wouldn't say it's a moment, but more like a phenomenon would be the Ted Lasso effect. Mm. I think that has reached far and wide, and not just with the the show itself, but outside the show. Think to just recently, uh, some of the cast members were invited to the White House to talk about mental health. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a important topic that um, the creators, Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, have um, stirred up and created and allowed for a conversation about mental health to happen in a more, I don't want to say safe environment, but a more um, environment where people more accepting environment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause like, for me, like I said back then is uh, I wasn't, you know, I thought shrinks. I thought, Oh yeah. Who needs them? Therapist, blah, blah, blah. Don't really, doesn't really matter. But since watching that show and subsequently shrinking the new show by Bill Lawrence, it's, and realizing that it's not just mental health and therapists aren't just for those people who are in the severe level of need that it can be for just for anyone who who might have a problem that they maybe just need advice that they can't figure out you know Mm -hmm. and so it's really i really thank those creators for creating that um platform and giving mental health a a not an uplift but more like a a just a more notable voice in the pop culture world Right. And I think it speaks to the importance of pop culture. Uh, A lot of people can think of pop, you know, either pop music or pop, you know, books or comic books, things of that nature Mm -hmm. to be something that's really frivolous. Um, But the creators of thing of of uh, material or uh, or of um, art can really 
um, shine a spotlight on really important things, just as you were speaking of. Um, you know, we just recently uh, inter- um, interviewed the writer and director of um, Chang. I always forget the title. Chang can Chang can uh, dunk can dunk. <laughs> Um, and that movie in itself, um, you know, speaks to a lot, even though it's a pop, you know, it's like a pop teen um, film, but it talks about bullying. It talks about the importance mm-hmm. of a relationship between a mother and a son, a coming of age. Um, so there's a lot of really important topics that, that really had come into play when um, we talked to him about that. And he was able to reflect about how, you know, he looked to his relationship with his mom for some inspiration and himself growing up as an Asian American um, young man, in, young man in, in America. Uh, and so I, I think that that really speaks to the importance of pop culture. Um, that that it is um, really it's not a frivolous thing it can be and it can just be eye candy ear candy but it can also be something that's really important for people um, for them to be able to get things off their chest for them to express themselves mm-hmm. and um, really for their their enjoyment as well I mean there's a lot to be said about listening to a pop song that just makes you feel good right at the end of the day yeah. it just helps you feel really good um, and that's really cool that music has the ability to change your, your mood um, and make you feel better at the end of the day. So I don't know. I'm a really big fan of pop culture. Um, I will justify it to, to anyone who wants to listen um, or, you know, argue about uh, to anyone who may say that, you know, maybe pop films or pop, you know, radio pop music is, is, you know, not something that should be taken seriously because I, I definitely think that it should be. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, I kind of have to. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's two years has been a whole lie. But (laughs) (laughs) we're taking the wool off from my eyes. No, I I mean, it's it is. I I mean, when I was when we first started, I think the very first episode. Actually, I take that back. We did. If you remember, before we started our episodes on Pop Cult X, we did a a audio only episode. Like I think it was called Stereo, an app called Stereo, and. And I was thinking about that recently. I was like, you know what? How we migrated from that to where we are now. And it has been just through the evolution of pop culture and how we see the world. Mm-hmm. And I think our viewpoints, I was talking to um, Tori King, who couldn't be with us tonight. She hosts the Talking Ted with me. And she says she watches or listens to us every day or every episode at the gym while she's working out. So, you know, just to have that. I don't know where I was going with all this, but (laughs) it's the age. I lost track of where my idea was going when I first started. But just the fact that we are um, using pop culture and our viewpoint to help, you know, tell stories and and entertain people. I think that's cool. Yeah, I I think it's it's it is really fun that at the end of the day, um, hopefully we have helped entertain people or, uh, you know, maybe spark debate with someone that that may agree or disagree with us. Um, on any of the number of different topics that, that we've talked about. Um, the, having said that, what about the future? Where do you see what about for Pop Culture X? Where would you like to see us move into as far as any topics, any one that you would like to interview? Um, where, where does the future lead us? Uh, the future is in our hands. No. Uh, where <laughs> we're going, though, it's... I mean, I would like to see us continue to have great conversations with many creative people from any genre. I mean, I don't like to, I don't think we, I haven't put a limit 
or a filter on anyone who we interview yet. So I would think, I hope that continues. And yeah. I mean, I would like to see us, even if I picture it like this. So Pop Cult X, I picture is like our brand, right? Is And this is like our main show. I mean, in an ideal world, I would could envision us bringing in different hosts to, to um, create shows under that umbrella. So let's say there's someone who has a very keen take on like, sports or something like that or you know within the pop culture realm maybe they have a different um show on our channel something like that where we branching out so it's really is a pop culture to the power of x like i've been trying to you know tout for weeks now (laughs) um so maybe it's just not you and i maybe we bring in different hosts to bring those different shows to life so pop pop cult x is the brand and we have different shows underneath that that's just an idea yeah, well, for me, I'm, I'm going to think more selfishly about people who I would like to interview. Okay, um, I'd like to see you know someone like Jim Lee, who is an artist um, mm-hmm. um, within Marvel and DC Comics that I would love to to have on the show. Um, Hold I've, on, let's. So you're going to manifest a list of people we want to see in the within the next hundred episodes. Gotcha. Right. Let's do that. Right. So so Jim Lee would definitely be on there. Um, some of my favorite artists we've already had on the show, um, but Phil Jimenez is another one that I really respect, who is a Latino artist uh, that famously works on a lot of Wonder Woman stuff, big mm-hmm. fan of X-Men as well. Um, as far as it comes to uh, film, I would love to get the new... Uh, the new Blue Beetle on on our show, the actor that's going to be playing Blue Beetle. I we just saw the trailer the other day that was released, and it looks amazing. So I would love to have anyone of that cast to be on the show. Um, and then when it comes to uh, comedy, uh, we've done a lot with comedians. You know, why not have someone like Gabriel Iglesias come on the show and yeah. talk about comedy? I think that would be great. Yeah, I agree with you. And Blue Beetle, let me just touch back on that real quick. Was an awesome trailer. You know, I'm I'm more Marvel, but this that trailer looked super. It looks like so much fun. It looks like kind of like um, if they were to take a superhero and put him into the set or the universe of the show Alcapopo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it, it gives me that kind of vibes, which is great because Alcapopo, which is now filming season three, is is a great show. So I, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Palmera City is where that's supposed to be located, and um, a little hint for those people watching or listening right now, tune in next week. We might be talking with Josh Trujillo, who's writing the Blue Beetle Graduation Day series right now. So that writer right there for what Gabe's holding up, tune in next week. We're going to be having a great conversation with Josh now that I've you know spoiled that. But tune in next week as well. Um, so what what other guests would you like to see on the show? If you could. Oh, you know, goodness. I mean, for me. And, and get someone on here. If I could get anyone or top three, I would love to chat with Jason Sudeikis. I mean, I'm reaching for the stars here because why not? Uh, Jason Sudeikis, I would love to chat with him about his career, about creating Ted Lasso, about how his life has grown beyond just the film and entertainment industry because of the show. Um, I would love to chat with like Rosario Dawson. She's been one of my favorite for a long time. And she also does a lot of advocacy and um, it has her fingerprints throughout the whole pop culture world on many different things. And the third person, goodness, that's a great question. 
Um, there's a writer that I like. His name is Ernest Klein. He's a writer, author of Ready Player One mm-hmm. and Ready Player Two and Armada and and a few other books. And I would love to chat with him just to pick his pop culture brain. Yeah, as you were saying that, I thought of someone because we we've had we haven't really had anyone that really differs from our perspective as far as True. someone that has. We, I mean, we stay away from politics, so you know we're not going to have a really big uh, debate on on pop cult X. But I, I started thinking, you know, if there was someone on here that could be like, you know, maybe I would want to question um, Zach, the host from Ghost. Is it Ghost Adventures, uh, the show from Las Vegas? I think he has his little museum of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think, I think his, his name is I think Zach. Yeah, Zach, and he's on yeah. Ghost Adventures. I'd love to have him on here and say, you know, you've been doing this show for. You know, I don't know. I think he's been doing it for like 10 years and he still has no proof that ghosts exist. Like, what keeps you going? What is your motivation outside of the money that keeps breaking mm-hmm. in and like laughing all the way to the bank? But where is the proof? Where Where is where is the picture? Where is the video? Where is the audio of a ghost? Because I, I have yet to see any show that I'm like, Clearly, they captured a ghost. So I would love to be able to talk to him and be like, what keeps you going when no one has been able to prove definitively that ghosts exist? What keeps you going out there outside of, you know, money? <laughs> well, I think you just answered it, but um, that's a good question. I mean, I yeah, we can reach out to him if anyone knows <laughs> or has any uh, proof of life after death. Him just so that I can insult him to his face. <laughs> I'm going to bring him on the show so you can say, you suck. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're a well, liar. It would, it would be really interesting to have someone that uh, does, you know, something similar to Adam that, that is out there doing paranormal investigations. That's something that, that really interests me that we've sort of lightly touched on, but haven't really delved that deep into it. Um, but that's yeah. something that I would like to maybe see us get into a little bit more. That is true. I mean, if you think about ghost hunting and paranormal activity and stuff, that really is a a sect of pop pop culture, right? It really has its own corner in the pop cult universe. So, I mean, in that within that universe is quite big, right? Because there's so many different people doing so many awesome things within there. So I think having that, that would be really cool. So that's something that we will definitely investigate. Yeah. Or yeah. look into. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think I, I can reach out to some people. I I I can do that. We I would love to had, didn't we we had someone that had uh, a, a horror museum in Vegas. That was one of our first shows, wasn't it? Yes, that's true. We had well, he has the the horror movie museum um out in uh Boulder City. So it's not yeah. it's like a 20, 30, no, probably a 40 minute drive from Vegas. And that is Tom um Goodness, can't think of his last name. But yes, we had him on and he's doing really good things. He has lots of cool events that I always get notified of. And and every Christmas, I know they do something and they also do some special Halloween, but it's open year round. And yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, we have to definitely get into uh, my at my old age, like all the memories are starting to to come back to me. <laughs> as soon as we log off, you'll be like, no, I forgot that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I would love to chat with more musicians yeah. on the show. So I, I always reach out to different bands. Um, if you know of any band, anyone who's in a band out there, or a musician that wants to like come on our show, maybe, you know, um, tout your own upcoming releases, your upcoming projects, reach out to us. Um, but I always reach out to bands that I like. I know 
This year um, at the Life is Beautiful Festival, the Killers are headlining. Because, of course, you know, it's the 10-year anniversary of Life is Beautiful. And the Killers, of course, being a Vegas local band. So, And Life is Beautiful happens in Las Vegas. So just, you know, kind of yeah. tying it all together. But um, I'll reach out to them again because, you know, why not? Um, I'm a huge fan of the Killers. Um, but, yeah, I would love to chat with musicians. They're one of the favorite group of people to talk to and be in a room with when they're creating stuff. Yeah. Because it's well, just... I- Go ahead. As as like summer's coming, I'm starting to buy tickets to go see a lot of concerts. And it's funny, you can tell my age based off of who I'm going to go see because I'm going to go see <laughs> The Smashing Pumpkins, Garbage, okay. uh, The Cure. Um, I think, did we get <laughs> tickets for Depeche Mode? I don't know. But it's like all groups that like clearly I'm from gen x like mm-hmm. that that generation because especially smashing pumpkins i remember listening to them daily during the 90s like that was yeah. one of my favorite bands um and uh siamese dream was one of my all-time favorite albums um mm-hmm. and you know now going to go see them uh play live it's going to be really interesting because it's going to be a bunch of old guys like me in the audience <laughs> <laughs> and they, they had tickets available in the pit. And I'm like, is there really going to be a pit at the Smashing Pumpkins? Like, I don't, I think it's just going to be a bunch of people standing around. I don't know. If it's gonna be, they're going to be, oh, my back. Yeah, they're going to be blowing their back out for sure. <laughs> Did you ever jump into a pit in your oh, younger sure. days? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think that that um, System of a Down had a pretty gnarly pit that I can kind of remember. Um, well, who else? God, there was a lot of, of rock bands that I saw back in the day. Even some like Spanish um, Spanish rock bands that I saw had some pretty mm-hmm. gnarly um, nice. mosh pits. I remember Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. They're a band from Argentina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went to go see them in Phoenix at the, uh, God, what is the venue called? Uh, I forget what the name of the venue is, but it's a pretty small theater, celebrity theater. And I remember getting kicked in the back of the head because some someone was like jumping into the crowd behind me. Um, but yeah, I remember definitely uh whole um nice who else? God, uh Sonic Youth, uh tons and tons of alternative bands that I saw uh definitely had um had pits going. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I remember, oh, goodness, I don't remember the band that it was, but just jumped up. I think it was probably the only time I got in one. And it was it was rowdy, as of course they are. But it wasn't like people were doing it out to just hurt each other. Yeah. Which is good. I don't know if it's changed since then, because, I mean, I, I think I heard horror stories of people that have been in them. Maybe they just weren't, didn't know what to expect from it. But it was just like, you know, it was just like a, just, it was fun. I'll just put it that. It was fun. Wouldn't do it now, but it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) So we've talked past, we've talked present, we've talked future of Pop Cult X. Um, And so um, what about our our immediate couple weeks that we have here? We've got some special guests lined up um, so that we can entice some people to come in. We talked about Mr. Trejo, who will be talking about uh, Blue Beetle. Um, Mm -hmm. Any of the guests that we can keep our um, friends aware of uh well there's josh um after that we have um i think we have a another different youtube show uh podcast that's out there he's running his name of the show is called the house of nerd so it's a big comic book uh run show and that's what he focuses on his name is sergio 
and he's out based in Toronto. So it's going to be really fun chatting comic books with him. And I know they just launched their website recently. So it's going to be cool just catching up with him and see what he's, how the Toronto comic book scene is. I'm interested in hearing about that because I know a lot of creators are actually out there. I know, I think like Chip Sardaski's out in that area um, and a couple others that escape me now, but um, that should be fun. And after that, I have some tentative but I don't want to say who they are yet because they haven't um, we haven't sealed the deal yet, so to speak. Nice. Very cool. So uh, anything that you wanted to talk about, about recent pop cult news within the last week? Ooh. Hot topics. Let's see. What did I see or watch or do? Um, uh, been watching Luke the trailer lasso. on it, right? What was that? Blue, Be- Blue Beetle trailer. Blue Beetle trailer, yes. Um, Spider-Man Across the Universe trailer. That was That's going to shape up to be a great movie. I know yeah. there's going to be a part one and part two to it, but it looks fantastic. The animation looks great. The story, I'm sure, is just going to be fantastic because, you know, it seems like they're trying to hold Miles out from doing something because I guess in the future they've seen it that he does something bad or something he causes something and they're trying to prevent that. So I don't want to say Miguel, is it Miguel Hara? No. Mm-hmm. Miguel. That, yeah. the, I don't want to say he's the bad guy in it, but he definitely looks like some sort of antagonist. So. Yeah. I'm really hoping he's not the villain because he's a Latino um, superhero as well. So I definitely mm-hmm. want to see him turn into a villain unless there's some sort of a uh, plot twist, but I'm excited to see spider punk. Uh, oh, nice. The big screen. Here's. Uh, what I just picked up today at the comic book shop. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, Spider-Punk is pretty pretty badass. Um, so I'm excited about all the characters that they're going to be. Uh, Jessica, mm-hmm. Trump, I think, is going to be pregnant. Um, so we're going to see a pregnant spider person. Um, and so that's <laughs> kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, that's the other trailer that really got me excited. Uh, it's something to look forward to, Blue Beetle and Spider-Verse. Yeah, and... Um... I finished watching the show or the season of Party Down, that mm-hmm. they, the rebooted Party Down. And that was a lot of fun. It was just like picked up right where it left off uh, 12 years ago. Well, it did, not right where it left off, but, you know, 12 years later. Right. But the the humor and the writing picked up like they did seem like they just dove right back into it. And that was a lot of fun. So if you haven't watched Party Down yet, I highly recommend that. Yeah, for sure. But nice. yeah, I think that's all I had. I mean, that's all I did. wasn't really much, I guess, <laughs> in the scheme of things. <laughs> yeah, I've it, been buying more and more comics, um, any new movies. I can't really say that I've watched anything recently of of note um, or really listen. I've been listening to a lot of old music because I'm really getting, you know, pumped to see the Smashing Pumpkins and Garbage. Um, etc. So I've been listening to some old music from the 90s, but um, not a lot of new stuff has been grabbing my attention. Probably the most recent thing is probably Miley Cyrus's new album. I've been listening to that a lot. Um, I like that song. Flowers album. is great. Yeah, yeah. She I like that song. Has a new new sound to her voice, um, new attitude. I think that that is uh, pretty uh, fantastic. And then uh, some Taylor Swift kind of sprinkled into there and, and made it <laughs> somehow. I- <laughs> I do want to ask you one question and it just reminded me when you said um new sound and new voice. Did you see the set image of Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn? 
I I'm trying not to see it because I don't want anything ruined for me. Okay. So I have seen some images. I don't know what's real, what's fake. Right. You know, I, so I did see one. I think that's like a side profile of um, Joaquin and her um, kind of facing. I don't know what they're doing, but they're facing kind of each other. I don't want to see more because I don't want it to get ruined. I, I want to walk into the theater and like see her for the first time as Harley Quinn and like be kind of blown away. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just going to ask your opinion on it, but you don't have one because you haven't seen it. So <laughs> I mean, I'm going to love pretty much anything that Lady Gaga does. Yeah. It's almost a given, but I'm really, really trying not to, to let the previews ruin anything for me. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't want to say anything uh, <laughs> because I mean, it looked cool. It was basically, I'll set the scene for you. So it was just basically her walking down a set of stairs, looking like she was coming out of a courthouse. Yeah. Right. So she, um, so that's about, it. it didn't look like she was in full blown Harley Quinn get up yet. Like she hasn't made that transition maybe to the character yeah. uh, as we know her. Right. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I really do enjoy Lady Gaga as an actor, singer, and performer. So I know she's going to commit to it 100%, 120%. So it's going to be a a great film. So I'm looking forward to that. And I like I'm a huge fan of Todd Phillips too. So yeah, I mean the of the Joker film was amazing. So yeah, high expectations for this iteration of it. Yep, uh, The Mandalorian's been good. I enjoy it. I mean, it's been getting a lot of heat for them saying that, oh, Mandalorian doesn't know what it wants to be, what kind of show, whatnot. But I'm just thinking, you know what? It's Star Wars content. Why are we knocking it? Just enjoy it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just take what you can get and enjoy it, damn it. Exactly. Exactly. And that goes for a lot of things where people like complain about stuff because it doesn't fit their version of it. But I keep thinking to myself, it's like, it doesn't even have to be there you might not get nothing and then what are you going to do cry about that so just enjoy what you get and just you know revel in that but that's to each his own yeah Uh, i think that wraps up 100 then 100 episodes in the bag boom drop the mic walk away (laughs) (laughs) to another 100 hopefully yeah here's to another 100 um out there everyone thank you for your continued support we look forward to hopefully entertaining you for another 100 episodes um so look for bigger and better things coming 